Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Bro Kenny. Well, hello, everybody. It's just a, a joy and a wonderful opportunity to be with you today. Thank you so much. I bring you a word today that God laid in my spirit. I titled that word, You Are God's Investment, and He's Expecting a Return. I don't know if you've ever invested any funds uh, before, but it was an opportunity we had as a family to invest uh, funds in my family. And one of the advices that we met told us, you know what, you just invest this money and you get your money back. But we're like, we're investing it to make money. Why are you assuring us that we'll get our money back? It's if we wanted our money back, we just kept it in a bank and we'll be looking at it every day. The plan is to get a profit, get a return on our investment. Our Bible reading today is taken from the book of Matthew. There's Matthew 25 verse 14. It talks about the parable of the talents, the parable of of the talents. Matthew 25, 14 to 28 is quite a lengthy read. So I'm just going to highlight a few verses and then we're going to, sh- we're going to share a few thoughts. Uh, read verse 14 first. It says, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. And 14, it says, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one, he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, to another one talent, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. I'm going to jump right away. I'll read verse 20. It says, After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents brought the other five and said, Master, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Verse 22, the the man with the two talents also came and said, Master, he said, you have entrusted me with two talents. I have gained two more. And the master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Here is the key verse, 24. Then the man who had received one talent said, Master, he said, I knew you are a hard man. Harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and I went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. Take what belongs to you, master. Because you harvest where you have not sown seed. This is what the master replied, 26. You wicked and lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers. So that when I return, I would have received my money back with interest. I told us at the beginning of this discourse that 
the, the title of this message is that you are God's investment and God is expecting a return on his investment. If you're a child of God, if you've given your life to Christ, or you've been around Christian circles, you would have heard of the parable of the talents. So it's not something that is foreign to us, something that we do know. One of the things that I want to refer us to is a scripture, this is 2 Corinthians 9 verse 10. It says, Now and he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. One of the things I hear sometimes when I'm sharing with brethren or when we're just talking, amongst believers is some people say, but I don't think I have a seed. Some people say, I don't think I have a talent. Some people say, I don't have an ability. Uh, That is not true. It is God's place to give you a seed. It is God's place to give you a talent. God did not send you to earth without an ability. God sent you to earth with a talent because God expects you to beautify the earth. You are not here by accident. And there's somebody this word is for. You are not here by accident. God sent you here with his summons and a particular plan for your life. So you are not without seed. That passage that we just read, Matthew 25, I want to highlight verse 29. Verse 29, Jesus was still talking. Jesus said, I'll read verse 28 and 29. Take the talent from him and give him to the one who has 10 talents. Verse 29, for everyone who has will be given more and he would have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. So in that scripture, you see, Jesus said, whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him. That means in the economy of heaven, even the people that you think don't have, they do still have something. If that was not true, Jesus wouldn't have said, even he who does not have what he has will be taken from him. That means in the economy of heaven, you are not without a seed. You are not without an ability. You are not without a talent. And Jesus is a great businessman. He's a great investor. He comes and he sows seeds and he sends us as gifts to the earth. And then he expects us to reproduce after our kind, to multiply and replenish the earth. So I'm asking you a question today. What are you doing with the talent God has given you? What are you doing with the seed God has given you? What are you doing with the ability God has given you? First point is this. It is God's duty to give you a seed. It is not your duty to have a seed. No, it is God's duty to give you a seed. Now, the second point is it is up to you to determine what happens to that seed, that ability. It is up to you. There's one of the pastors in America. His name is Larry Larry Randolph. He made a statement years ago, and I want to quote him. He said, God will fulfill all the promises he's made to you, but he's not obligated to fulfill your potential. That means any promise that God has given you, he will back it up. He will fulfill it, but the potential, the seed, the ability that he's giving you, he's not obligated to fulfill it. That means you and I have a role to play. In this parable that we just read, you will hear about the ten, the guy with the 10 talents went, put it to work, got 10 more. The man with the two talents went, put it to work, got two more. The man with the one talent went and the Bible says he dug a hole in the ground and hid it there. 
And the next two verses gives us an explanation as to why he did it. And these are some of the things that may get in the way of you multiplying your seed, of you being productive. Look at what he said to the master. He said, I know you're a hard man and I was afraid of you. I know you harvest where you have not sown. You see, that servant got it wrong. The master is supposed to give you seed. The sowing of that seed, the multiplication of that seed is up to you. You and I have a role to play to multiply the harvest, to give God a harvest of the investment he has put in our lives. But you see, one thing that could stop us, one thing that stopped this man is this, the spirit of fear. He said, I knew you were a hard man, so I became afraid. What has fear stopped you from doing? Friend, what has fear stopped you from doing? What has the concerns of life stripped away from you? What has, you know, just the fear of man or the, or the fear of death or, or the fear of failure, what has he stopped you from accomplishing? Maybe you're a businessman and you're listening to this and there's so many business ideas, creative ideas, witty inventions that God has laid in your heart, but you are afraid that it might fail. Let me raise you an example. There's a man, his name is Thomas Edison. He tried to harvest electricity more than a thousand times and he failed more than a thousand times until he then got it right. And today you and I are reaping the proceeds of a man's persistence, of a man that was not afraid of failing. What has the spirit of fear stopped you from doing? You have a seed, you have a talent that God has given you. Banish that spirit of fear. Take a step in faith. The next thing that happened to this man, and, that, and that's the second thing that sometimes can get in the way of our talent from coming to becoming productive is this. The man said he went and he dug a hole in the ground and he hid it there. So to speak, the man took the talent and put it where the sun does not shine. What does that remind you of? He put it in a place where there was no light. He put it in a place where there was no light. There was no life. The word of God says in the book of John chapter 1 verse 4, In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That's referring to the word of God, which is Jesus Christ. So, so to speak, this man took his talent and hid it where the light of the word of God could not reach it. He took it to a dark place. Maybe you've taken your talent to a dark place. God is still expecting a harvest. He's still expecting a return. But right now, your seed, your ability is being used in a dark place. It is hidden and is not being used by the master. Can I encourage you? Bring it to the light. Get it in, in an atmosphere where it can flourish. Get in an atmosphere of the spirit of God where it can grow. That is what guarantees a harvest. The Bible says in the book of Job, I believe it's chapter 14, it says, there is hope for a tree, even, if, even though it be cast down, even though its roots wither in the soil, yet at the scent of the water, the roots will bear fruit again. The tree will bud again. So that means all you need to do to a situation that seems dark is to bring it around the atmosphere of the spirit. Bring it around the atmosphere of the word of God. For you and I, that could be a church. That could be a ministry. 
That could simply be fellowshipping with believers, fellow believers, people of like mind, of like passion. That's one of the things that could make your seed grow. Remember, God is still expecting a harvest. The next thing I want to say is you need to activate your gift. You need to activate your talent. And with that, I refer you to a scripture. It's 1 Timothy chapter 4 and it's verse 15. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. I read it in the KJV, then I'm going to read the last one in the Amplified. It says this, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Verse 15 in the Amplified says this, Practice and cultivate and meditate upon these duties. Throw yourself wholly into them so that your progress may be evident to everybody. So three strategies, three steps. One, practice. Two, cultivate. Three, meditate. What does practice mean? It means putting it to work. Even when you make mistakes, keep working it. Practice it. The second word says cultivate. It means to nurture. It means to create an environment that enables that seed to blossom, to nourish. Having the seed is not just enough. You need to cultivate it. You need to surround it with an atmosphere that will make it blossom. Get into an atmosphere that enables that gifting. Listen to people that have gone ahead of you. The last one is meditate. Meditation is one of the missing links that sadly we're dealing with in the body of Christ today and even in the world. We are not meditating as much as we should. To meditate means to ponder. It means to reflect. It means to ruminate. Ruminate on those ideas. Ruminate on the word of God. Chew on it. It means to go it over and over again in your heart. What is the word that the word of the Lord gave to Joshua? You shall meditate upon this word day and night. So the word meditate is where things actually blossom as well. Meditate. Take time to study your gift. Take time to study the seed. So three things, practice, cultivate, and meditate. And as you do these things, God is going to receive a rich harvest because God is coming and he's expecting his return. And yes, you are God's investment. Be encouraged and we're looking forward to hearing the exploits that God will use you to do in the kingdom as you practice, as you cultivate, and as you meditate on the seed that God has blessed you with. Thank you so much. God bless you. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-377. 7745. Thank you. Bye for now.